So how closely do you have to follow a recipe? Do you have to measure everything ounce by ounce, teaspoon by teaspoon? On today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the potential negatives behind being too precise with your following of a recipe, and then some quick tips that'll help you get the most out of your time in the kitchen. That's all coming your way on the Cooking with Kibby podcast. Cooking, cooking with Kibby. Make some yummy food. Cooking, cooking with Kibby, yeah. Um, something that rhymes with food. So put on an apron and grab you a knife. You're gonna have the time of your life. Cooking and cutting and chopping and mixing and stirring and cooking and cutting and stuff. Cooking, cooking with Kibby. Cause Kibby. Hey everybody, it's Chef Kibby. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Cooking with Kibby. I'm here to help families get back in the kitchen because I firmly believe that life is better when we're cooking together. Now, when I think about being overly precise and following recipes, I think back to a particular time in my career. There was a time when I was so brokenhearted. Love wasn't much of a friend of mine. There was another time, (laughs) sorry, went into a random uh, song reference there. There was a time when I was uh, cooking professionally, and I I can remember specifically when I was a chef for Honda North America. I was managing the food for maybe four or five different stations at that time, and I was cooking batches of different types of food to be served that day, and I remember feeling like I had to be so precise with my measurements. I even titled this podcast Ounces of Onions because I would be weighing out every single ingredient to make sure that I was preparing it the exact same way every single time. Some of you might feel like you have to be that precise with the way that you follow recipes in your home cooking. I'm here to say that that may not necessarily be the case. And in fact, there's some negatives to trying to be that precise. And the first negative is time. When you're measuring quantities of dry ingredients and wet ingredients, whatever the case may be, it takes more time. And that's time that you have to factor into the preparation process of the recipe. Most recipes tell you how much time it should take to make it, but if you're being super overly precise with your measurements, you may not be preparing it in the same amount of time that they anticipated. Secondly, you do end up, not all all the time, but oftentimes, wasting product. Let me see a show of hands, or, you know, just pretend that I can see you showing your hands. How many of you right now, okay, right now, if you were to look into your fridge and went into your crisper drawer, your vegetable drawer, would find a quarter of an onion. (laughs) I know that if I looked in my refrigerator right now, I would probably find a quarter onion. Guilty as charged, okay? And that oftentimes comes from following a recipe because, you know, it calls for a half of an onion or a quarter of an onion or, or worse yet, three ounces of onion because we all buy onions by the ounce. Typically, I buy them by the bag. When you follow a recipe like that, there's a good chance that a part of an onion or pepper or whatever the case may be, part of something is going to end up not being used and is going to end up in that drawer and two or three weeks from now, you're going to find it in the back of that drawer rotting and going bad and end up being thrown away. 
So you end up wasting in the process. And the third and final negative is really a question. What are you really gaining by being this precise? Now here's some things to think about when it comes to recipes in general. And I can I could probably go on and on and on about recipes, and I have in the past. So you can you can find my blog or my YouTube channel and find me going off on recipes. But let's just boil it down to a, a few key truths that need to be kept in mind. First of all, there is flexibility in cooking. Not so much baking, but in cooking, there is some flexibility. You can change recipes in a little bit one way or the other, and it's not gonna change it all that much. And let's be frank, it's okay if the same dish doesn't taste exactly the same every time you make it. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Thirdly, plenty of people change recipes. I'm sure you've been to the recipe sites. I don't even have to mention them by name because they're not sponsors. But you can go to any recipe site and many, if not most, if not all of the recipes are filled with comment sections. And a lot of those comments, especially the most popular ones, I think this is hilarious, by the way, because you, you, know, you save a recipe in your virtual recipe box to go back to and use, but you often have to remind yourself to go back into the comment section of that recipe because you go to those and you find the most popular or most helpful comment, and it'll say something like, I really love this recipe. I added this, and I changed that, and I did this, and by that point, it's not even the same recipe anymore. <laughs> It's okay to change a recipe. Plenty of people do it. And let's be honest, a recipe is simply one person's idea about how these ingredients can be put together in a certain way to make a complete dish. But it's their opinion. It's not set in stone. We don't have to be so prescriptive about it or legalistic when it comes to following recipes. And to be honest with you, even if you follow a recipe exactly to the T as best as you possibly could, it still doesn't guarantee that it's going to taste exactly the same way as the writer who prepared it. There's difference in ingredients. There's different brands. There's seasonality of ingredients that can change the way they taste. The water that you use can affect the flavor. At the end of the day, we can do as much as we can to follow a recipe exactly the way it is written but we're forgetting that there's some flexibility. It can taste differently, and that's okay. That doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Plenty of people change recipes, and it's just somebody else's idea. You could come up with your own ideas, right? Your ideas are valid too. Hey guys, it's Chef Kibby. My hope for this podcast is that it would empower you and your family to spend time cooking and eating together. In order for me to do that, I need to know how else I can help. So as you're listening to this episode, be thinking about what struggles you're facing right now. You know, the things that are preventing you from being safer, more productive, or even motivated to spend time in the kitchen. And then send me an email to podcast at cookingwithkibby.com. Just because your kitchen has an island doesn't mean you have to cook like one. You're not alone in wanting the best for your family. I am right there with you. And I want to encourage you in your personal journey. Again, that email address is podcast at cookingwithkibby.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Now let's get back to today's episode. Here are some quick tips that you can apply right now to the way you're cooking at home with your family to help you to be more efficient and more effective and to get more out of your time, especially when it comes to recipes. First of all, try to avoid the quarter onion quandary. Use the whole thing already. Or at least pick a couple recipes that are each going to use half an onion so that you don't end up with any waste at the end. Secondly, make the recipe as it's written, maybe the first time, 
and then feel free to embellish the second or third or fourth time that you make it. And when you're making a recipe, go into it expecting to learn something. The more you learn, the better you're going to understand food and cooking and the way certain flavors come together, and the less you will feel enslaved to having to find and follow those same recipes over and over again. Now, lastly, I want to say that when I talk about being kind of loosey-goosey with ingredients, that there are some things that you really do want to be more precise with. And I mentioned baking as an example, because baking often deals with certain ratios that if you throw those ratios off too much, it is going to have a negative effect on the final product. And there are some, I would say, highly influential ingredients, ingredients like salt, sugar, and strong spices that if you vary too much from the written recipe, it is going to have a profound impact on the final dish. So what have we learned today? We don't have to be all that precise with recipes. There are millions of recipes on the internet, but at the end of the day, it's just somebody else's idea of what tastes good. And you can come up with your own ideas. Follow the recipe as closely as you want, but give yourself some grace and some flexibility to try to do things your way. And once you understand the basic technique behind the recipe, feel free to close up your laptop or not even pull it up on your phone and just you know, make it from memory or try to make things your way. I want to equip you to feel like you can be comfortable with being imaginative and creative and trying new things in the kitchen because I'm confident you're not going to screw things up that bad. Give yourself some grace and allow yourself to try some new things and be surprised at what you are capable of doing. I hope you found this information to be helpful and encouraging and empowering so that you and your family can spend more time cooking and eating together because your life is going to be better when you're cooking together. If you have any comments or questions with regards to the information I've shared with you today, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email, contact me through my website, cookingwithkibby.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, sorry, no Snapchat. I can only handle so many social media accounts at one time. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this station. I would love for you to receive more valuable information and insights from my years of experience as a chef and as a dad and as a husband so that you can be more successful in the kitchen. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you in the kitchen. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you like what you hear, do me a favor and leave a review wherever it is you're listening to this podcast. It goes a long way to help me get my voice into more earbuds so that more folks will experience the joy of home cooking. Be sure to visit cookingwithkibby.com to sign up for my mailing list, read my latest blog post, watch my newest video, and to find other resources that will help you and your family live a better life through the shared act of cooking and eating together. Again, that website is cookingwithkibby.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Sorry, no Snapchat. Until next time, I'll see you in the kitchen. Cooking, cooking with kibby.